If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's the middle of March 2020 and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while last week showed the coronavirus was cancelling technology's trade shows, this week it hasn't let up. As countries go on lockdown and travel begins to dry up between some nations, it's pretty clear we all need to take the COVID-19 coronavirus seriously. More shows were cancelled this week and it's now stretching past the tech expos. The E3 gaming show was the latest to go, alongside Coachella's music festival, Dark Mofo, and the NBA season for basketball basketball in the States. We're mostly expecting almost every major event to be killed off this year, and if someone is coming to Australia from Europe or America, or they're planning to, we're expecting it to be postponed or cancelled as well. It's so serious that we're making some suggestions, because coronavirus is one of those things that needs to be contained, and so we need to change some of the things we do to help. And that means regularly washing your hands, something you should already be doing, especially if you hold someone else's phone. We're all prone to touching and grabbing each other's phones, sharing as we show our friends pictures and videos, but until this thing is controlled, you might want to stop. Instead, consider sending your friends a link to the photos. If they reach for your phone, pull it away, because you don't know where they've been, and the COVID-19 coronavirus can live on objects for up to several days. It's a similar problem with money, so instead of the coins and banknotes you might be using, consider a switch to either card or phone. You simply don't know who has had cash before you, and it's potentially a bacteria carrier. Switch to card, your phone, or if you don't have an NFC-equipped phone, a wearable. If you can, use Google Pay, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Fitbit Pay, or Garmin Pay, because it means you won't have to hand over money relying on digital instead. Your money is, of course, very important, and scammers are going after it. In fact, this week, Sophos Labs picked up on a new scam that sees criminals using the coronavirus for just that. If someone sends you an email purporting to be from The Who, the World Health Organization, that is, not the awesome rock band, and it comes with a document telling you to open it because it has some coronavirus protection techniques, don't. That scam is going round, and we're hearing that Google and Apple are both blocking apps doing something similar. Now, if the awesome rock band that is The Who emails you, you tell them how awesome they are and how much you love their music, if you do. And speaking of music, there are a couple of new speakers this week, though they're all a little on the higher price part of the market. Bang & Olufsen has something new in the Biosound Balance, a speaker that is a little more like furniture, thanks to a combination of wood and textile, with an aluminium touch-sensitive top. The Balance is a wireless speaker made for multi-room, and it comes with 360 sound made from seven speakers and two woofers, and will cost $3,300 when it lands in April. And that's a Danish speaker, but there's also something similar from a new Australian brand, Pantheon. A little bit different and a little more at $3,390. The Pantheon 1 comes across more like a piece of art, but with 360 sound built from two internal subwoofers, two mid-range drivers, and four tweeters. And there's even a phone sporting a similar price in April, as Huawei announced its foldable Mate XS was coming to Australia. It's probably going to be a better year for foldable phones than it was last year, and it might start with Huawei's, which will include four cameras and two 6-inch screens, which when unfolded becomes an 8-inch tablet. At a little under 4 grand, the Mate XS isn't cheap, and it comes with the same lack of Google apps that the Huawei Mate 30 Pro had, making it for a very specific phone buyer. Alternatively, there's a Samsung Galaxy S20 range, though they're not foldable. In fact, we've been spending time with the one we think most will consider, the S20 Plus. It's technically the middle of the S20 range, but still flagship, with Samsung offering a small S20, a medium yet still large S20 Plus, and the even bigger and more premium S20 Ultra. However, the S20 Plus is roughly the size of Apple's biggest current iPhone, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, with a 6.7-inch screen over the iPhone 11 Pro's 6.5. There are four cameras, and they're pretty good, 
but not the best. They can be a little slow. The screen is fantastic though, bright, clear, and very sharp. And the performance is quite good as well, as is the feel, which is around 40 grams less than the iPhone and feels lovely to hold and use. Overall, it's a solid effort for a flagship, though it comes with a couple of points worth noting. One is the battery life, which is still just a little over a day, and not the best you can find. These days, we kind of expect two days in a flagship phone, not one. And then there's the in-screen fingerprint sensor, which is just not great. It's slow and unreliable, and it lets down what should be a smooth experience otherwise. And despite these issues, we like the S20 Plus more than we expected. It's a, a good feeling device that has a lot going for it, but needs some things tweaked. It's a little expensive for what it is, but it's really quite likable. Like this podcast, which is now over. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode goes online every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. (laughs) 